everybody, and welcome to Combo Series. Fuck Facebook. You're giving your dick whiplash, and that's a no <laughs> If you raise a little bitch, you raise a little bitch. That's just kind of what it is. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yep. I think your Bunyan guy's overcharging you. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Combo Series. Man, you got to start it when you just waking up. Yeah. Um, let's be controversial. Just whatever. Um, cursing, how do you feel? Whatever. I go with it. Bet bitches. Hey everybody, welcome back to Combo Series here at Vision Media Studios. I am your host, and I do have the most Trevin. I am RJ, <laughs> aka Reg Travels, here with my co-host. Hey, Trevin Riser, aka the Chosen One, <laughs> aka T Baby, aka Slap Your Favorite Rapper, aka what's another one? Uh Trevin's World? That's the at Trevin's one. World <laughs> Online. There's one more. I got at least two more. T Baby. Yeah, I said that. Oh well. I'm out. Whatever. I'm back again <laughs> once again. Welcome back. We're here another week, and I'm so glad to have you guys here. And I'd like to say that if you're watching this in the morning, good morning to you. If you're morning. watching in the evening, good evening. evening. And if you're watching any other time of day, including night, good night good. and or good time of that day. Good time you, of that Sir day. or madam or non-binary <laughs> person. I am a ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, you guys. We have a very, very special guest. Actually, uh, before we get into that, let me address the elephant in the room. No, Trevin, not you, Sorry, bro. Man. Uh, the I really other thought elephant. it was going to be me this time. The other elephant in the room. Uh, you guys know that we have not. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> you good with us? Yeah, I'm good. We're cool. we're definitely going to be talking about each other. You're good. Go um, for it. But the elephant in the room, guys. We have not done. I think I think we missed like two weeks of episodes. Uh, thank you for holding in, hanging in there with us. Uh, it wasn't my fault. It was my fault. <laughs> I will definitely okay, take the blame for that. It was partially my fault. Okay, I, I was going to take all the blame, but whatever. It was all Trevin's <laughs> fault. Um, yeah, but thank you guys for sticking in there, uh, hanging out with us, coming back, and we are back. Again, we have a very special guest today. Uh, this person I met on a set. I keep telling you guys I'm an actor as a hobby, but this is this is proof here he is yeah. <laughs> i can vouch for it thank you i appreciate it this guy uh works with the well one of the production companies that i have uh done a commercial with uh chamber media it's okay to say that right yeah okay Shouts out to chamber beautiful media. Yeah. uh this guy works in the crew and when we met we basically just hit it off i thought you yeah. were a cool dude we you came up talked to me we just had yeah. a whole conversation it's fun um enough to keep in touch and yeah. I told you that we have a production, media production company. You said you kind of wanted to go the same route. Yeah. Um, and that's where we hit it off. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Alan. Hey, guys. What's up? You Thanks can't hear it, me. but we have like an uh, audience clapping for you right now. It's oh, right. the noise-canceling awesome. headphones. They're <laughs> yeah, just that's to it. stage that's left. You'll hear them in post-production. <laughs> Wonderful. Good to know. For sure. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Alan. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's good to meet you. Good to meet you, too. I'm excited. Yeah, because I've been telling Trevin about you. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> tell them all the good things about me. Yeah, I'm the media production nerd over here. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to have you what two months ago, probably. I think you first reached out in like August, and then we scheduled it for wow. like beginning of uh, what was it September? Wow! And then we had to push it back, and then yeah, so. all the way to the end of November here. Yeah, yeah. but we made it. We made it. I'm we here. did freaking yeah. make it. Um, yeah. Glad to have you in the Thank studio you. finally. So the way we start the podcast, we like to start most of the times with like a little opener. Um, just something to kind of like break the ice here. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about concerts. Okay. What, and either of you can go first. It's uh, a hot topic lately. Absolutely. I'm not yeah. talking about 
Astro World. <laughs> what about that the other concert. one with that lady? Oh yeah, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> we're definitely gonna get into that. All right, I'll save it for later. Um, <laughs> which is what she should have done. <laughs> she just held it. So let. <laughs> Just hold on to it. <laughs> she had to go, bro. Uh, let's get into this topic. Concerts. What is the best concert that you guys have been to? Right off the top of the, uh, your dome. What if I've told you I've only ever been to one concert? That is the best one, then. Yeah. <laughs> have you really only been to one? Yeah, and it was when I was like 12. Oh, okay. It was, it was a Bastille concert. Bastille? Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was big into them as a kid. Okay. Uh, and that was literally the only concert I've ever been to. And that was, yeah, a long time ago. So it was technically the best and worst concert I've ever been to. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> two it was and fun. one. I was going to yeah. say two birds, one stone, bro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. to be confused with two girls, one cup. <laughs> Oof, uh, yeah. <laughs> very different experience. Very different. Uh, Trevin, what about you, bro? That's a really hard question. Because um, you have not been to the Tech Nine concert, which we were supposed to go to last year and was, this year. Yeah. And, you know, he's like one of my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been to I've been to quite a few, but I think that my favorite ones are when I see local shows. Okay. Or especially people that I know personally. Okay. Right. Being able to support uh, small and or local artists. That's when I have the best time. Not in a sea of people. You know, um, it's great though. I mean, be, going to big concerts for big names. It, it's it's really an incredible feeling if you don't go to concerts and you don't know like. If you're really big on music and you don't go to concerts, that's the one thing, like, everybody, like, thousands of people in a room just, like, having the same vibe as you, like, enjoying the music the same mm-hmm. way you do. Right. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's my answer. And if I have to say specifically, do I have to say specifically? Specifically. Echo Muse concerts. Echo Muse, shouts out to JT. Shouts out. We had him on in uh, season one. Yeah. He's a close friend of mine, and uh, yeah, he's he's in multiple bands, but Echo Muse is, is the, the most public, I, I guess, right now. Right, and, right, uh, right. Yeah, they're local, and they put on a great show, so that's my official answer. Okay. So I think uh, if our listeners actually listen to the podcast, they know my favorite concert i've been to which is tanache which was if you're caught up yeah like a month or so ago that's nice um yeah true if you're caught up but um i'll give a a, a different one just because i mentioned that one like a couple weeks ago so let's see i've seen brian mcknight was my first concert okay it was like a valentine's day concert i took my girlfriend to at the time um and then i've also seen i've seen odessa in concert, oh, that's cool. yeah, they're cool. The lights and the lasers oh, yeah. were dope, bro. They had, um, yeah, they that's had, like a whole nother level of concert. Those yeah, they had a live drum line, it's not too. Just a concert, it's an oh. experience, yeah. yeah. Live drum line mm-hmm. up there. Oh, it was crazy, that's it so was cool. definitely an experience, yeah. Um, I've been to also a Janet Jack, I'm gonna say Janet Jackson, yeah. That's, that's a, cool, that's yeah. a strong answer, yeah. That's a powerful yeah, 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 answer. Good. I wanted to go to Michael Jackson's concert, but then, you know, he died. Yeah, so yeah. I figured I I'd see you. <laughs> the second best Jackson. So, uh, <laughs> Janet, it was. Nice. <laughs> second best. Second best, baby. My, fa- my second Janet, favorite Jackson. if you're Jackson. listening, he said it, not me. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> know she listens to the show. Miss Jackson, of if course. you're nasty. Like, religiously. If you- yeah. <laughs> this is I, the only show she yeah. listens to. It's like the only thing she consumes. Right. That's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she subscribed to us on YouTube, which you guys should definitely be. Um, if you haven't yet, we are what still are you doing with yourself. Right, still on the road to 100 subscribers. You guys, come on, click that button, go subscribe, hit that notification button so you know when we drop in that heat, guys. That was very lackluster. Drop that uh, subscribe button. Let us know when. Beat the ever loving <laughs> shit out of that motherfucking like button. <laughs> Punch it in the face. Make it bloody. <laughs> Make it wish Do you what never he touched said. it. Or if you don't like it rough, be sensual. Just kind of like yeah. lightly tap that subscribe yeah, button. Whatever you're in the mood for. Oh. You know, different folks, different strokes. You must caress <laughs> the like button. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, Alan. Dude, right. tell us uh, where you're from originally. How did you grow up? How, yeah. Where where did you get, or how did you get to what here? What led you here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Lehigh here in Utah. Oh, Utah. Um, yeah. Or Utah? Utah. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> through and through. Um, yeah, so, you know, growing up, I, I always had an interest in making movies. I didn't know that they were movies at the time. I mm. just called them fun videos. Uh, <laughs> right. And so when I was like, I think... It's like eight or nine or something like that. I got my very first camera, which was like one of those really cheap, like Kodiak point and shoot cameras that has mm-hmm. like the one button on the back that all you can do is like start and stop. And yeah. that's it. And I would just go around and film shit as a kid. Like I didn't care what it was. I right. just shoot it. Uh, and then eventually. The first vlogs. Exactly. Yeah. And then I eventually discovered YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. And from there, I, I made a YouTube channel called Alzor Lightning. It was the most incredible name at the time. Shouts Beautiful. out. Hey, Alzor still Lightning. still up? Uh, the account is, but it's renamed, and all the videos are privated. So, oh, so you're not really yeah. on it no more. No, I'm not. I okay. still use it as my main account, but I. Don't That's okay. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say they should subscribe. Yeah, yeah. you know, all like <laughs> six people that are on there. Yeah. <laughs> subscribe yeah. to see no videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just started uploading on there. Um, you know, I never got any views or anything, but I didn't care. I was just making content, and that's what I enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. So I did that, um, and then eventually I got into the world of like um there's this youtube channel called film riot which um i don't know if either gets heard of but it's like an indie no. film channel okay um where they essentially um they were up and coming filmmakers and so they decided to document their whole process from like start to finish oh. and so i found that when i was a kid and i was nice. like man these guys are really cool this is what i want to do uh, and so i started doing like, like they had these things called monday challenges which were like um you had like I don't know, like 10, 15 days to write, shoot and edit a short film. Mm -hmm. And that had to be within like all these criteria or whatever. And they'd upload it to YouTube and they judge it and then show it on their channel. Um, And it was just like really good to get like views and all of that. Right. So I participated in a couple of those. um, And then I just started watching their videos and like DIY stuff and like how to do cool effects. And um, it just kind of evolved over the years. And eventually I got connected with the Adobe program. So like After Effects and Premiere and all of those started doing visual effects and fun stuff. Um, And then... I just, I always had that love for it, um, but I didn't know how to break into it professionally because mm. I was like, this is what I want to do. It's like, I, I didn't, again, at the time, I didn't know that, like, you know, all the different roles uh, that filmmaking has. I was just like, yeah, I just want to make movies. And people were like, okay, well, you want to do in movies? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to make them. You know? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know, you know, what a director was. I didn't know what a producer was, oh, you know, okay. editor. Like, I didn't know the distinctions between each. I thought it's like, if you wanted to make a movie, you just go make it. Right. You know? And, and then just let everything else yeah. figure it itself yeah, out. Yeah, it'll just happen. Like, I don't right. know. I'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> and that's mostly what I did is just kind of figuring it out until I, I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, eventually as it evolved or whatever i started learning the distinctions of the different roles and i was like okay you know maybe i want to direct maybe i want to act maybe i want to do this and this um and so uh i just i had two little cousins um 
they were I was homeschooled and so they were homeschooled along with me. Mm-hmm. So they were basically like little brothers, but they went home at the end of the day. Classmates. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they were like all the benefits of brothers without none of the downsides. Right. It was great. Uh, but I used them as my guinea pigs. So I every like every other day I was out filming something with them. Like we nice. just go in my backyard and whatever random shit it was, we just film it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I edited that in Windows Movie Maker. Upload that to YouTube. <laughs> uh, did that for a long time. Windows Movie Maker. I remember exactly. that. Yeah. <laughs> I made a few. On you, uh, Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, I uh, my, <laughs> that was my shit back then. My favorite uh, thing was trying to make subtitles in Windows Movie Maker. I was like, I'm the real deal if I can make subtitles <laughs> for my movies, you know, because I'm gonna have all these people who watch my videos in multiple right. languages, and I need to make sure I have those English subtitles. But uh, I thought that was fun. I figured out how to do like really shitty visual effects in subtitles. Uh, suck. They're terrible, the especially in Movie Maker. There's the it's stupidest like, part of it, editing. Oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I did that for a long time. I got my first DSLR um, when I was like 14, mm. um, and I beat the hell out of that thing. I used it for everything. Um, I loved it. It was As great. One As one does. Exactly. Yeah, I still have the camera. Um, nice. And then, yeah, that just kind of went on until uh, last year in December, so about a year ago now, um, I found Chamber Media, the mm-hmm. advertisement agency that I work with. Um, and that was a game changer for me. Because previously I was working in pest control and I hated it. I hated every part of it. <laughs> right. Just because I was I wasn't a sales tech. Luckily I was just a service tech, but it was just monotonous. You know, yeah. do the same thing every single day, same like three point routine. Like it was just it was terrible, uh, and I had no free time to like work on any creative projects, and it was right. just really stifling, and I hated it. Mental health was a terrible place. Yeah. Um, and then just out of the blue, I found Chamber. I literally Googled like film jobs mm. on google and it was like the second result that came out. oh nice and so i reached out i applied and then within like a week or something they reached out and we set up an interview um and then they gave me the job that night and so yeah i started last december um as what was called a content creator uh and basically yeah i just i kind of observed on a lot of sets i I ran audio right um i made graphics i helped edit occasionally um, I was kind of just a grip, uh, just kind of, you know, going back and forth, helping the, the director of photography, like, move lights around and that kind just of Just kind of, like, wherever they needed you, you exactly. kind of just, like, it was made des- yourself fit. Yeah, it was described as the jack-of-all-trades job. So, nice. basically, we had a, a hand and a little bit of everything, and we just kind of did everything, which was perfect for me because I love all aspects of film, um, and I want experience in all of it. And so, that position was amazing for me. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that, that continued on for, I don't know, nine, ten months. And so then, real quick, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, you're good. How does the interview process go for an advertisement company like that? Yeah, so it depends on you know on uh, which company and, and what position you're applying for. But uh, in my case, the content creator position, um, they literally all they asked for was like, hey, we just want a video um, of you, you know, talk about like your favorite movie, um, your favorite composer, um, you know, people who inspire you, and then the projects you are most um, like proud of. I mm-hmm. think those were the four questions, but they might have varied slightly. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. So I sat down, uh, filmed the video. Uh, I tried to make it as high like production quality as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently bought my cinema camera, so I was like super stoked <laughs> and made it look gorgeous. Right. Um, overkill for what it was, but I sent that in. Um, and it got you the job. It did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what stuck out was my uh, my most proud project, and then uh, Nick, the the um, he was the senior creative director at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he reached out and he was like, Hey, I saw your video and that really caught me off guard how cool that was. And I was like, Oh, oh nice. cool. Thanks. Nice. He's like, yeah, we'd love to set up an interview and talk about it. And so we did and we chatted about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I think that was just the turning point 
for me where he he saw that and he was just like, damn, that's cool. Right. And then he's like, cool, let's hire him. He looks like he'd be a great fit. And so it's that easy. It's pretty so, simple. And then you were thrust basically into all these jobs. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you said nine to ten months later, what happened? Nine to ten months later, um, I became what's called a creative lead. So what we refer to as a CL. Um, and basically I'm a full-time director now. So beautiful. I, I know. Nice. I didn't it's, know that. Yeah, it's really, Congrats, really fun. Congrats, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so it's it's really cool because I get to um, I have a huge hand in like the pre production process. I help write scripts, um, revisions, all of that. I manage a team. I have a team of three other people, mm-hmm. um, and then on shoots, I obviously get to direct. Um, you know, I get to communicate with the talent, all of that, make notes, all of that, and then I, I help with the post production process mm-hmm. and make revisions on edits and all of that. So it's just kind of like the manager of the team. We call them pods. Um, right. And so my pod has four people in it. It's me, the director, creative lead, and then we have a producer, a content creator, and a account manager. And so it's the four of okay. us, and we just pump out content like all the time. Right. And uh, it's just it's ridiculously fun. I so my agent sends me uh, chamber media stuff all the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really yeah. love working with you guys. Yeah. Um, the set that you and I met on is a set where I was asked to come back by chamber media. Okay. Like, I didn't audition or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just an extra on that, but they apparently liked working with me enough. Yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah. Ah, let's get him again. Yeah. So, um, but my, my question as far as the audition process, do you have a hand in who you pick and everything? Yeah. So, How, um, what do you look for normally? Depends on the project. Um, I have a lot of connections with a lot of the local talent, um, you being one of them, you know, yes. here in Utah. Uh, and so I, when we get a script come through, I usually already have in mind someone who I'd want to audition. So I sit down with my producer, we go through the scripts, um, and we say, okay, this uh, style of spokesperson, you know, for instance, maybe happy and bubbly or mm-hmm. a more serious professional, you know, rough cut kind of tone or whatever. Um, and then we go through, I say, if there's anybody in specific, like, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's get, you know, Reggie to, to audition for this. I think yeah. he'd be really good fit. Uh, I tell that to my producer and then he puts together a, uh, a casting call. He puts that out either on like Facebook or just sends it directly to the agencies. And a casting um, call basically has the description of mm-hmm. what you're looking for and maybe like a little part of the cri- uh, script or something like that. Yeah, right? Yeah. So basically okay. it's got the tone that we're looking for. Um, it's got like the age range. It's got like the gender. If we have a specific one, right. um, ethnicity again, if we have a specific eth- ethnicity that we need, mm-hmm. um, and then also, uh, yeah, a little it, a breakdown, like a side of the script, which right. is a small portion of the script. Um, then the talent will take that and they audition to that. They send that to their agent or directly to the producer if it's, you know, another unrepresented actor or something like that. Um, and then what my producer will do is he'll compile like a Google drive folder of all the auditions and then we'll go through them and review them together. Mm-hmm. Um, Just the two of you, the producer yeah. or director. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll basically pick like my top two or three. Uh, and then he will send those three options to client, And then the client can choose which one that they like the best. And then from there. Um, I did not know the client was involved in yeah, this process. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Are you taking notes, Trevin? Yeah, I'm taking notes. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, my notes open. <laughs> and I'm taking them Take right them now. That's what I'm doing. It's not like we're recording any of this or anything, right? <laughs> right. <So> like, <laughs> we're not recording. We're not recording. Cool. cool. Let's start the podcast, guys. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they choose their favorite. Um, and then, yeah, we uh, we send the invitation to that specific talent. And okay. uh, if all goes well, they say yes. And then the shoot commences. See, I thought the director slash producer and the producer had complete autonomy. Really? That is interesting really? to know. Yeah, yeah. That is interesting to know. Um, 
Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about, we talked about how you got here and how you find found the job. Um, and you, you said earlier that you pretty much always knew you wanted to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. You, you knew you wanted to make fun videos is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. what you said. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know they were movies or whatever at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, I feel you on that because I remember the first thing me wanting to do, you know, when you're a kid, they're like, what do you want to be when you grow yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. First thing I remember is an actor, really? but I don't remember like, that's cool knowing the term actor yeah. i was that young i was like i want to do that i want to be on tv i can mm-hmm. do this yeah um but yeah i remember doing that and then as i got old you know when you get older dreams change and things mm-hmm. like that and yeah. but um mine changed from actor to director oh really <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah yeah from actor to director before you know high school and college and mm-hmm. they kill your dreams and shit yeah. yeah um but that was always always in the back of my mind mm-hmm. and i in my mind, I was like, there's no way, you know, I can be an actor. I would love mm-hmm. to just do it, but I don't see a way of doing it. This was when I was back in Alabama. Gotcha. And then when I moved to Utah, maybe about six months to ten months after I moved to Utah, I got um, hooked up with my agent. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I can actually do this. You this can do is, it. This is yeah. a thing. Um, which had like a snowball effect mm-hmm. from yeah. being in my first commercial to starting this podcast to starting our production company is kind of like a snowball effect. And that's my ultimate goal is to be a director. That's awesome. What is your ultimate goal? Is to be a director as well. Nice. You've reached that. (laughs) Yes. Um, My goal is to direct narrative. So movies um, as Mm. opposed to commercial. Um, I never actually had an interest in commercial. I still don't really have an interest in it. I'm I'm happy where I'm at and I'm going to stay where I'm at until I find something bigger and better. Um, But I, my goal has never been to be in commercial. Um, I enjoy it, like I said, but yeah, that's not my end goal. My end goal is to direct like feature films and right. have my own production agency sure. with producers and, you know, a couple other directors and in-house editors and all of that kind of, you know, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think ideally my cap, like the highest limit that I would have is having my own Netflix series. Oh, I don't want to nice. go like blockbuster Hollywood. Like I'm not interested in that level. Yeah. Um, but getting to produce my own Netflix series, I think would be the biggest thing that I'd ever want to do. And you said the keyword. Today in Netflix. <laughs> yep. There you go. Proud of you, Trevin. Um, <laughs> what have you been watching lately? It doesn't have to just be Netflix. That's just yeah, the title yeah. of the segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Um, it. I, here's the weird thing about me. Oh, don't say it. Yeah, as a filmmaker. Damn it. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know what he's going to say. Yes. I don't watch a lot of movies. Thank you. Fuck. I was going to try. This was my thing. I was yeah. going to try to shame Trevin yeah, into yeah. watching more TV and yeah, movies. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's the exact same way. He yep. doesn't watch much stuff. Hey, well, there you go. I feel like well, I could be doing something, first of all. Yeah. But then secondly, I also am on the other end of the camera or, mm-hmm. you know, metaphorically or... Yeah. Literally. Both ends of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. I mean, I, I do wear a lot of hats, but I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You only have one hat on. It's hard not to, <laughs> it's hard not to watch something through the lens of, of production now. Oh yeah. Of like oh, yeah. being a producer. It ruins you. I can, yeah. I can't, I don't think I've watched something in the past like six, seven years that I haven't just watched purely because i'm watching it to learn how they made it mm. it's like i never just sit down and like okay I'm, I'm gonna enjoy this just as a movie well with the exception of a few like movies like princess bride or something like okay that. okay those the ones yes those ones i admire the filmmaking and i love like seeing the process of it but those rare movies that are 
you know, I, w- I don't say like light on story, but aren't ones that are like made because they're a movie. They're made to just, just more for fun. For entertainment. You know? Yeah. Fun so, videos. Yeah. It, there you go. <laughs> exactly. So things like, you know, like the Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre, mm-hmm. The Princess Bride, like that kind of movie, I will just sit down and enjoy watching. Um, but for the most part, like any um, anything like The Witcher, which is my favorite Netflix Beautiful. series. Beautiful. Season two is oh, coming man. out in a I'm couple so weeks. I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. But anyways, yeah, like anytime I watch something like that, it's absolutely just because I'm breaking it down, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I really just watch something just to watch it. So do you find yourself having to go to those older movies to kind of like escape the, the thinking of a production slash director? Yeah. Yeah. Or a producer slash director. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, right. Currently I'm on a kick of like Wes Anderson films. Okay. So, you know, like Grand Budapest Hotel okay. um, and the Life Aquatic and stuff like that. Like I, those are two that I've watched recently. Never heard of it. <laughs> I've never really? heard of it. Really? Yeah. You got to get into it. Okay. They're really good movies. I mean, I'll yeah. take recommendations for sure because yeah. I watch things. You watch things. Yeah, you're not, I you're not a loser like I us. Sad bumper. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but Wes Anderson, he's just such a unique director. Like, mm-hmm. I would never personally make something in his style unless it was just to see if I could. You know, I okay. like, I'm, I'm going to try to make something look like Wes Anderson, but it wouldn't be because I'm like, yeah, that's the style I want to go for. Mm-hmm. The reason that I love Wes Anderson is just because of his, um, the creative like uh, ways that he approaches making movies. Like he's not, he's not setting out to say uh, to his audience, like here's an experience. You're going to get involved in it. You're going to be immersed by it. He's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to make a movie and make the audience know that they're watching a movie. Oh, okay. And so he does a lot of those kind of things that I just think are really creative. Um, and that's what I admire about it. And so when I watch his films, it's, um, I do really admire the story because they are very unique in mm-hmm. each, each Wes Anderson movie is a completely different ride. Like it's crazy. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would recommend for both of you guys, if you haven't seen it and anybody watching at home, um, the, uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel by Wes Anderson. Grand Budapest Hotel. One of the best movies okay. of all time. It's probably like number two on my list. It's so good. So uh, would you consider him your favorite director? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would think so. Because again, with how few movies I watch, I don't have that many directors to rank. Um, But yes, he would definitely be uh, the top of the list. Plus, you're on like a Wes Anderson kick, so I am. Maybe his recency bias a little bit. Yeah, probably a little (laughs) bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I feel you. Um, What do you think about Quentin Tarantino? I don't like him. Ooh, thank you. I know. I I (laughs) I thought I was the only one. I never understood the. the Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's got a couple that are like. Decent. Have you seen Old? I haven't. No. That one was really good. Okay. I'll watch that one. I've heard of it, but yeah, I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, he does have some creative techniques here and there. Um, But just overall, I don't like his style. I don't like the types of movies he makes. Um, And he's kind of just a dick. Is he? Yeah. Just everything I've ever seen him in, like interview wise, like behind the scenes wise, he's just a dick. I said old, uh, but I meant M. Night Shyamalan is old. Sorry. Not oh. old, but the movie old. The movie old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you no, feel about M. Night um, I Shyamalan? Haven't watched, I haven't watched many of M. Night Shyamalan, okay. actually. Um, the ones I have seen, I have enjoyed. Um, the key is to take a lot of drugs. Allegedly. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> From a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend. Definitely. Yeah, I just, you know, again, like I, I haven't watched many. I probably should watch more. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the ones I have seen, just especially for the time, um, they were very creative. Right. Like okay. the things that he did for that, like the, the era that he was making movies in was completely unheard of. And mm. so it was really cool. I haven't seen any of his 
more recent stuff though. Okay. Which I should probably. Say. I personally think his more recent stuff is better. Yeah. But people tell me which to go watch sense. his older stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna bring up one more director, which I, I think he is my favorite director. At recency bias. <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I really enjoy what he does. Yeah, yeah. Like on screen. Yeah. The journey he takes you on. He's he good. he draws you into the story. Um and I'm gonna ask you again that you probably haven't seen I feel like I'm talking to Trevin right now. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen um not Inception? What's the other one? I have seen it. I love Inception. You've seen Inception. It's a good movie. Okay, yes. good. Good. Uh fuck, what is the name of that movie? With uh little Denzel Washington, John David Washington. Huh. I don't know. Ah, friggin' A. It's, he, it's about, yes. damn it. That's what he does. I gotta look it up, sorry guys. You good? I don't know if you want to cut this or keep talking, Trevin. Um, you know, what I do <laughs> after a long day is I drink Ray's Energy to keep me going. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's full of B vitamins and electrolytes it's got less carbonation than any other energy got drink. It. It's the number one growing energy drink brand in America. And I literally drink this stuff every day. Nice. You, you, you say you got it? Yeah, I got it. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Impromptu. Brief uh, intermission. Ad break. The movie is Tenet. Oh, yeah. Lots of controversy around that movie. Like what? Well, at least from what I've heard. Um, okay. So my best friend, that is one of his favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I disagree with him. I Love that movie. Really? Okay. Yeah, I well, loved it. I'm about to shit all over it then. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, it just was so hard to follow. I, I, agreed. Okay. It's agreed. Just like it felt unnecessarily hard to follow. It's like with Inception, okay. it was really difficult to follow, but it mm-hmm. had a purpose. You know, you you could see it. It made sense. Okay. But I feel like with Tenet, it's just. It's just nonsense. Is it one of them yeah. where you got to like watch the end of the movie first and then yeah. you watch like you the timeline no, jumps all backward. over the place? It does yeah. jump all over the place. It's crazy. It's, I, we've yeah, discussed crazy. this. I hate that. I love it. Yeah. I hate it when people do that. And maybe it's got some type of artistic mm-hmm. something about it. Promise. I don't know. The but, soundtrack yeah. is the soundtrack is good. Yeah. I will admit I do like the soundtrack. Okay, we got something um, positive. And the the filmmaking filmmaking techniques like the practical techniques that they used for it are really clever. crazy right yeah that i can't admire but okay. like from okay. like a filmic standpoint like overall i'm not a fan i just i don't like the story i don't like the characters i just don't like it overall cuz you're really story driven you said you like yeah. narrative i do like narrative so i understand yeah. that i i like when i really enjoy something again one of those movies that i can't just sit back and watch is one that's lighter on story you know okay. like not or for instance, um, like Napoleon Dynamite. That was my favorite movie as a kid. That has no story. Hated it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, un- that's understandable. I don't know why it was my saying, favorite. Though. I don't know why it was my favorite movie. Well, you as a were kid. a kid, but still, we were all young and it's crazy. It's not a kid's movie. It's like there's <laughs> at all. Li- yeah, there's like nothing interesting that happens in that movie. Like it's it's at fun to just kind of watch, <laughs> but like there's literally no story. It's literally about a guy, and you're just following this regular ass guy. Yeah, and just random <laughs> stuff happens. Yeah. The moon boots, bro. Exactly. <laughs> the yeah. moon boots. That was filmed, or actually, uh, the production company, I think, was based in Utah. Really? At least a lot of the actors were. Um, and then they did a lot of commercials, like Napoleon and Pedro. Mm-hmm. They did commercials for the Utah State Fair back in the day, oh, which was really fun. But yeah. Anyways, That's what's up. I remember seeing those and being like, I've been to that place. I've been to the place like Napoleon's been. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And yeah, I was a total nerd. <laughs> total nerd. Yeah. Um, but just jumping back to the the timeline jumps trevin mm-hmm. there's this movie called anna 
and it's about a Russian KGB. I've chick. heard of it. Uh, yeah, I've definitely talked about it. It's such a great movie. It that timeline jumps, but to me, it's pretty easy to follow. Um, once you get the pattern, yeah, because they'll go five years here, three years here, but it's kind of okay. like a pattern. If and it's you're like, got oh, okay. a pattern, that's you know, that, that's the thing with any like, like creative a... or artistic technique with film is mm. it can be done well. You right. know, there, there's a limit to how, and as long as you do it right, then it works well. But if you just say, I'm going to have a, commu- a confusing timeline just because I want a confusing timeline. There was one with no a point. really fucked up timeline that I really liked. And I can't remember what it was, but we'll come back to that if cool. I remember. Hopefully you do. But oh. in general, I just, I don't know. I like to start a story where it starts. and mm-hmm. I get that. that chronological sense. order. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we never shoot movies in chronological order, too. At all. Ever. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah. But that was one of the things that I, my biggest complaints about Witcher, very few complaints about that show. But one of them was that the timeline was ridiculously hard to follow. Yeah. Because, like, I knew the story, like, in and out. Like, I love the Witcher story. Did you play the game? Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah, that's how I yeah. got into it. I gotcha. played the third game, and then I played it three times through <laughs> and then I went back and played the second game two times and then the first game and then went back and played them all through. Oh, now who likes out of order? Shit? I know, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. But, yeah. I loved the games and then mm-hmm. um, I saw this, the Netflix series and it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, that was one of my biggest complaints about it, is that the timeline is just all over the place. It's like, even though I knew the story, the way that they jumped around it with no indication that they were jumping around made it ridiculously confusing. Right. So luckily in season two, Lauren has said that she's not going to do that. Anymore. Okay. So I'm hoping that she lived true to that statement. Yeah. And isn't going to be having just a ridiculously complex timeline. Shouts out so. to you, Lauren. Yeah. Shouts <laughs> out. Lauren Hirsch, I think, is her name. But yes, if you're watching, which I know you are, subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only show she watches. Exactly. The only show. Yeah. Um, just like Janet Jackson. I just, happen to have yes. it on record. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let, we've talked about. Uh, you know, you doing your projects, what led up to you getting a job with Chamber Media? You had to uh, talk about some of your favorite projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were some of your favorite projects leading up to Chamber Media? And then once you got the job, what was your favorite uh, job project that you worked on? Like at Chamber or outside of Chamber? Both. Like just, okay, cool. So before Chamber, I hadn't worked on anything professional. Like I had done like maybe one or two um, like advertisements for family businesses. Like my uncle, um, he's a public speaker, so I did some filming for him. Okay. Um, and then my grandpa was a dentist, so I just did like some client testimonial stuff for him. Right. Nothing crazy. Um, and then, yeah, it was just like no budget, no experience YouTube videos. You know, I didn't know what the <laughs> hell I was doing. Um, and so I didn't really have anything like super big. I had like the short films I'd made, but they all looked terrible. Like I enjoyed them because obviously I made them and so they were special to me. But like if you're looking at them from outside perspective, they're terrible. Um, and <laughs> We've done some like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, there was the one project, though, that it's the one that uh, got the attention of Nick, who hired me. Um, and it's a projection mapping show that I do. Um, and I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So projection mapping, it's. <laughs> It's getting more popular, but it's still a very unknown um, thing. Essentially what it is is, at least in our case, it's where you take a projector and you um, project it onto a house, which is what we did, and then you map that um, and that essentially create uh, just an image that has like the, the house drawn. Um, is this what like you were talking about, Trevin? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. This no. is news to me. News to you. Uh, but yeah, then we take that map and then I uh, – We'll create a show on top of that. So I used Adobe After Effects to do it. 
um, and we essentially created like uh, facades on the house, mm-hmm. and then you project that onto the house, and it completely changes how it looks. Oh um, shit! It is ridiculously cool. Like it it's is almost cool. like a green screen, um, but with yeah. I mean, a, I don't know if you guys want to pull it up right now, but you like can. Um, it's called Baird Manor. If you just Google it, it'll pull it up, or you can look it up on YouTube. B a i r d. Um, yes. Yep. Oh, I am a beast at spelling. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but essentially, we, uh, my uncle and his family are huge fans of the Haunted Mansion. Uh, my family's been in the haunting business and like since I was before I was oh, born. Shit, this is in Lehigh. Yeah, it's here. Um, and so we've always done like walkthrough haunts and displays and stuff like that. Um, but then recently, we've switched over almost entirely to digital effects, um, especially when COVID came through in, in 2020. And so... Um, we, my uncle, he's like, Hey, I want to try this thing called projection mapping. And I was like, I don't know anything about it, but let's figure it out. And, uh, so we looked into it and yeah, I made the show. It took me like eight, nine months to do it. Um, it blew up. We were featured on good morning America. Um, I was interviewed on good things, Utah. Mm -hmm. Um, we had tons and tons of uh, views. It was huge. Um, this right here. Yep. That's it. I'm on so, it too. Yeah, I'll YouTube video. <laughs> and yeah, you guys see will see it on YouTube. Are we gonna put it up? Yeah, it'll be go up. for it. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, and so with yeah, the one projector, we project that on the house, and then we essentially change the entire look of the house. Oh um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. That's so that's crazy. how you got all that. All that. And that's like, that. yeah, 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 yeah. like the whole house, house looks it's old house. and yep. Um, so yeah, for instance, that's a still of one of the projection. Obviously, that's edited, but like, yeah, there's and the, then that's here's another video. one. Look so, at yeah. this. Oh, you're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's pretty mind blowing, especially that's when you crazy. see it in person. Because the, the cool thing about it is, it is a 3D object, so you can, you know, it's a physical house, and so we you have can to do walk. that part, Trevin. I know, right? <laughs> well, I'll part? hook you guys when up we, when we put oh. it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll and so you can uh, you can walk around the house, and as long as you're in front of it, you don't have to be like at a specific angle for the illusion to work. It's like you can be at any angle, and it's still projected accurately. So it really does look like the house is an entirely different um, surface. It's really That's cool. Crazy. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was my biggest project. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what launched like my side business that I own called Hauntworks. Um, it's where shouts I, out. Yeah. Shouts, shouts out, out to Hauntworks. Hauntworks. Uh, it's where I create digital effects and I sell them for people who want to project in their own windows and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then my uncle has recently started the projection mapping side of the, the website. Um, and so we now take commissions and him and his wife and his kids, they all uh, create projection mapping shows for people. Right. Um, and so it's pretty... It's popping off pretty well. Uh, we're making good money on it, and we have a ton of potential because we are one of the groundbreakers in the industry. Um, and so it's it's blowing up. Um, and so it's a great market for What was it called again? Haunt Works. Yeah. Haunt Works. If okay. you go to the website, um, it's literally just haunt.works, and then that'll pull it up. Okay. Um, and you too at home if you want your house to mm-hmm. be haunted next year. Yes, go for it. Or uh, anytime. Or anytime, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you know, do, just to could scare you do, the neighbor kids for fun. Could you do like Christmas? We do do Christmas. Um, oh, so beautiful. We're starting to run our Christmas show December 1st. Um, so you guys can come by and see it in person too. It's beautiful. less impressive than our Halloween one, but um, it is still pretty cool. Um, and then I do have a couple Christmas effects that I sell on the website. I'm trying to get out more, but I'm just super busy. But I do want to get out more um, holiday effects besides just Halloween. So right. I also want to do like, you know, like New Year's and Easter mm. and St. Patrick's that and would Valentine's be and all just all holidays, um, you know, putting putting together some like asset packs so people can make their own and, and that oh. kind of stuff. So we have big plans for it. It's just getting the time to do it is the, the right part. Yeah. Bro, I swear the time thing. Time, dude. That's we've we've got so about. much shit that we've had to push back in the works that mm-hmm. are still in the works, but yep. it's that time thing. Oh yeah. Um oh, yeah. and I'm actually 
moving here to the studio soon, so like most of my time is going to be spent yeah, just moving up. into the compound. Moving into hey. the compound. Yeah, most of my time is going to be spent like catching up on the shit that we yeah. said we were going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys stay tuned. That. It's coming. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the weirdest project that you've done. Oh, okay. Um, and by weird, you could take that definition and take yeah, make it your own. I'll tell you about the weirdest one that I almost worked on. Was it mine? Oh, no, I'm just no. <laughs> <laughs> but then didn't. Um, so it's before I found Chamber. It was right before I found Chamber when I was looking on like Indeed for jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a local couple who was looking to find a cinematographer for their private film. Um, and oh shit! Okay, yes. yeah. <laughs> you said that so delicately. I, I know. It took me a second. I don't know exactly what I'm allowed to say. You're allowed but... to say fucking anything. Okay, it was it porn was, guys. It was a porn film. <laughs> yes, were, it was like this elderly couple who oh, posted I, a job on much? Indeed. Um, I was think it was like twenty three hundred. I would have like done that. it for free. It was yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, good to know. Good to know. I'll send the, yeah, the link no, to I'll you if I ever see it again. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I would have done it for like two hundred. Two hundred. You said twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred. I'd have done it for two fifty. It was an insane amount of money. <laughs> Just keep going up every time until <laughs> I get to twenty three hundred. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, and they they worded it very delicately, like we want to film a independent movie for yeah. our personal and private uses. We need someone professional, discreet. Uh, and open-minded and we'll pay you 2300 if you're here for like a full day and i was like okay um not exactly what i was looking for when i meant film jobs but <laughs> it's what i'm looking it's for it's something i guess right uh and Trevin, so why aren't we in the porn business <laughs> you guys would be making a shit ton i know I'll tell you that. i'm I'll serious you really that. would all right we'll talk be. about that off camera <laughs> i'm serious though uh, yeah <laughs> Um, and yeah so that was definitely it caught me off guard yeah and i saw that and i was like okay Good to know. Good to know that that's that's going on. Um, what and what is a full day to them? Is old people having sex? What's I don't. A full day? I don't know. I don't really want to know. But <laughs> I two didn't and a half think hours. about it that way. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like <laughs> anything yeah. over two hours is anything extra. Two hours extra is time. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were going like multiple rounds or if they it was had just to be. like different tons of foreplay or like yeah. Uh, yeah. All all the different rooms of the all house. I'm know. curious. I wish you would have done it. And, like you could regale us with that tale. <laughs> I know, right? We could we could put the link in the description to Pornhub. And you guys <laughs> yeah. Media Hub. Yeah, there you go. So that was the weirdest product I almost worked on. Um, right. I haven't really worked on anything like crazy weird because mm-hmm. I'm just typically not a fan of like super artsy stuff. Like I don't work on stuff that's like this is for art. You know, it's like those indie films that they yeah the submit ones, to Sundance. You know, black and white, and it's all like uh. slam poetry type of shit. You know, it's like nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I just personally am not. It's a not to get down. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't really do that kind of stuff. I got you. Um, so yeah, I haven't worked on anything like crazy. Have you ever weird. thought about uh, like filming like a little short film and submitting it to like Sundance? Because I'm going to Sundance. This oh, year. nice, good. Mm. Um, just because I, I mean, I'll end up at Sundance at some point. I'm sure. Mm. Um, so will we, right, Trevin? Hey, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I haven't submitted anything yet. Um, I'm, I just haven't done a lot of film festivals. I probably should get more into them because they are amazing for networking. And Dude, go exposure. with us in January. Yeah, let's do it. I'm for real. Yeah. Um, I've never actually been. Me either. So, yeah, be my first I time. I need to go. Would and you believe it if I said me neither? Wow. <laughs> Look at that. What a surprise. <laughs> I'm so surprised. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I've I've submitted to I've actually the only times I've ever submitted to festivals were times that they reached out to me. And so like I think I signed up 
um, I've gotten a lot of um, DMs on Instagram from like random film festivals. Nice. Like Instagram accounts that have like three followers. And I'm like, uh, are you guys legit? And then they have like a Film Freeway link, which Film Freeway is like a film festival site. Um, and so I've submitted to a couple for those. They'll give me like free entries or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, why not? Um, so I've, I've won a couple of those like really small ones, but they don't mean anything. But like in terms of something like Sundance, I would like to do it at some point. Um, I might do it with my next like short that I'm working on, but I don't know. We'll see. Gotcha. So, gotcha. I don't ever want to make something specifically for a festival. I want to make what I want to make. And then if it fits the qualification of a festival, then I'll submit it. That makes That's sense. Cause of, yeah. cause you, I know you said you're not into things that are too artsy, but you are into art. Yes. Is, is what I'm oh, yeah, hearing. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever your art is, is like, that's what I respect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I understand. And again, not that you don't, re- don't yeah, respect yeah, yeah, yeah. artsy Total stuff. respect to that. I just, it's I got not you. my personal art style, you know? So, I got you. Well, yeah, yeah. you like Napoleon Dynamite. So. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>. Um, so, uh, one more thing. And then I kind of want to talk to you about the business side of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as before we get into the business, still in the film media part of it. So have you noticed any like significant changes in the uh, industry, like any new trends going around um, as far as like looking for certain actors or um, just any type of trends? Yeah. Um, certain types of commercials or. Yeah, films? I know uh, specifically at my agency, um, we have a lot of like internal trends that we have. Um, in terms of like other trends outside of that, um, I know like TikTok is blowing up right now, especially for advertisement. And so um, we're like starting to do a lot more TikTok content okay. and stuff like that and just kind of like adapting to the newer forms of uh, media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like internally, especially we have lots of trends like we'll hire one actor and then the whole company will see that ad and they'll be like, damn, they're good. We want to get them on our shoot as well. Right. Um, and then, so we have like a couple spokespeople that we just use in like all of our ads. Um, all right. And then we have like a couple styles, like we have two studios, um, and in one of them we have like a living room and kitchen set. Um, and so for a long time there was like this one couch and shelf that we used and everybody used it on their shoot for some reason. <laughs> and then also like there's this other one with like personifying, um, the problem, mm-hmm. you know, like personifying roof damage or personifying, you know, menstrual cramps, which was one of them. And right. just that whole idea. Personifying it? Yeah, like having it <laughs> as a person, yeah. as a person with like a shirt that says like, you like know, anthropomorphizing roof damage. it almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, the, you know, like the whole mayhem campaign that Geico did? Yeah. Essentially that whole uh, thing. Oh, okay. And okay. so that that's a trend that we've got going currently that yeah, everybody's using. I did get one of those. My agent sent me. They were like, think of the mayhem character. Yeah, that was okay, probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And so there's a lot of like internal trends and stuff like that mm-hmm. happen. But as far as like industry trends, um, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Like, I'm not commercially. I'm not connected with anything outside of chamber. Um, and then film wise, I'm not as connected to the mass like industry as right. I'd like to be. So I'm not entirely sure. I will say I love chamber media. They're my mm-hmm. favorite ones I've worked with because the atmosphere is so relaxed. Oh yeah. And it's like we're chill. I've been on other like sets where it's just like you need to know your lines like yeah. right now, <laughs> like deliver your lines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and chamber is just like, uh, if I, what line, what was my line? And then they'll give it to you. Yeah. It, it's like six so people chill. will shout it out. Yeah. It's like, so chill. Go. Yeah. I love it. I it's actually fun. love it. Um, that was my only thing I had to say about chamber. Yeah. I love working with them. Chamber's great. Shouts out, shouts out, shouts yeah. out to Shout chamber out, media. Oh, we had Heather Nita who, uh, worked with chamber. Yeah. She's media. Uh, one of the makeup we artists. We did have her on. Yeah. Yes. She, we love her. She's awesome. Yeah. We had her on. <sighs> 
couple <laughs> months ago. <laughs> Earlier this year, maybe. Nice. Did you meet her on the same shoot still. that we met? Or no, that was the second shoot we were on. Giant hoodies. That was the second shoot that we were. Yeah, on, that was the it? second one we were on. And Heather was on that one. Yeah, so the first one we met? we met on was the outside. We were out barbecue. Oh, uh, yeah, makes it fresh. That that's it. That's yeah. it. That's that it. Fresh. That was a long ass shoot. Yeah, that was a dude. No, we've I've seen you on three different sets. Yeah. Because, no, we did that Mix It Fresh barbecue, it and fresh. then we did one outside with um, another actress, Rosie. I only remember her because she was fine. Um, Shouts out to Rosie. Oh, no, I don't remember this one. Yeah, we were outside. It was some type of – it was it was well, given to us as, like, a photo shoot, but it was actually video. I didn't have any lines or anything. Was it um, – what, what, what was the client? Do you remember? I think it was – Something about safety, summer safety or some shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think I was on that one. No, you were on I that wasn't? one. I wasn't? Yeah, we were talking. Okay, um, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I completely don't remember that you one. You were on that one, and then we were on the Giant Hoodies. Then we were on Giant Hoodies, which, yeah. Yeah. which was pretty chill. I, it was I chill. It was a big shoot. was there in time enough to get lunch, and mm-hmm. then directly after lunch, I did Just, like two scenes, and I was gone. Bro. Yeah, you're out. It was a beautiful that's day. That's the best part. Quick yeah. quick day. I love that, to show up for the food. That's the real reason a lot of people come to chamber sets is just for the food. Yeah, straight up. It's just like, yeah, if you come to set, we'll give you food. It's like, we don't even care if you're acting. Well, we care if you're acting, but you don't right. care. It's like, if you come to set, yeah, you just, just get food. And that's just all come on. Set. <laughs> exactly. um, but, okay, I wanted to get into the business just a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. talk a, a few minutes about the business. So, you were talking about um, haunted works, right? Haunt works. Haunt yeah. works, my bad. No, my good. bad. You're good. Firstly, firstly, you guys listening, go check out Hauntworks. Um, and so let's get into the actual building the business side of it, which is what Trevin and I and our um, other partner is doing. Henry, mm-hmm. or sorry, Tez. Shouts out to Tez. I call him Henry at work. <laughs> shouts out to Tez. Um, shouts so out, shouts out. Getting into this, the actual business, what were some challenges that you've faced i know you're probably still facing some because mm-hmm. since it's like a newer company yeah what were some of the biggest challenges i think just the brand awareness you know because again especially like where haunt works is such a a niche thing it's like projection mapping and digital effects while they are huge in the market that they're in overall it's still a smaller market you know it's like right. this is people who not only want to decorate their house for the holidays but also want to do it digitally and also want to do it exclusively for halloween so that narrows it that's that, like an even it's a very space. small niche but mm-hmm. utah is one of the biggest groups for that we have a group called rocky mountain haunters which is <laughs> nice a national group and it's a huge group um and so we do have a pretty big market for it here um and like i said my family's been in that uh group but since before I was born, but right. um, the digital side of it, especially, is much newer as the technology is still like evolving, um, and not many people are doing it yet. Uh, and so I think the biggest part was we had enough interest that I was able to start the business, um, but again, for how small it is, mm-hmm. um, just getting that out there, you know, and trying to get people who maybe have seen something like that but had no idea what it was, what it was called, or what to search for, or how right. to do it, you know, getting that out know. there, yeah, exactly, <laughs> uh, and then letting them know what that is so that they can, you know, connect with resources. They can connect with companies like mine and, and all of that was, I think was the tricky part. Um, but my uncle, he runs the Baird Manor YouTube channel. Um, and that's blowing up right now. I think they're close to like 2k subscribers. Um, and that's just over like the past year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, in terms of like YouTube, that's not like huge, but like 2000 people, that's, that's still pretty substantial. Better than us. (laughs) (laughs) By about, 1900 <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so he's doing really good with that um he posts content pretty regularly and we're building a lot of um brand awareness for that um and the digital effects side um 
part of the reason it's not as popular as it could be is just because I haven't been making the content for it. Right. I've got like six effects on the site that are like a year old. Mm. Um, but the projection mapping side of it is blowing up. My uncle has hundreds of requests right now. Nice. Uh, and it's a huge thing and it's being really good uh, because everybody will go to like Disney or something and they'll see the, the, the Disney castle projection ah, maps nice. or yeah. they'll see the new age, like digital effects that they're doing with all their animatronics. And they're like, I want to do that at home for birthdays uh, and shit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so that's where my company comes in and we can, we can help you do that kind of stuff. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So a website is absolutely necessary for this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you shell out a lot of money for the website? I think we pay like 300 a year for it, so it's not terrible. That's not bad at all. No, it's not. Because I go through Squarespace, so I get like the domain and the hosting through them. Notes, uh, Trevin? Yeah. yeah. Go yeah. through Squarespace. I'm over here on my notepad right now. There you go. Because <laughs> yeah. we didn't record it. Actually, <laughs> yeah, we're not recording. I forgot yeah. to push the button. Yeah. Oh, Don't do that, Trevin. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> Don't fucking scare me like that. You guys need to put like a mirror behind it you or something. So you can see the screen, yes. you know? There yeah. you go. We should. That's what I used to do. I used to set so up a mirror behind the my production tricks. screen. Yeah, I'm not gonna it lie, didn't I've been out, so thinking about getting up and checking it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> if we ain't got it now, we're committed. Don't get it. We're committed. We um, go Trevin, do you have any more questions before we get into our closing? You know, I don't know if I do. I've been kind of monopolizing it. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you covered everything that I wanted to go over. I was just mostly listening. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So, um, Alan, at the end with. Our guests, I like to, well, not all of our guests, because sometimes I'll be forgetting. <laughs> but with our guests, I like to do um, this set of questions. Do you know who James Lipton is? I don't, no. James Lipton is, and our listeners, they know already, but James Lipton is, or was, one of the greatest interviewers. Um, he used to have this show. You can find it on YouTube. It's called Inside the Actor's Studio. Mm, nice. <clears throat> he used to teach at this university. I forget the name of it, but Bradley Cooper used to go there, a bunch of famous people. And so what he does is he'll he'll bring in super famous actors and he'll it'll be basically a class and he'll um, just interview them. And at the end of every interview, he does the same exact 10 questions, which I'm going to ask you now. OK. And the key to these questions are you don't need to think too long. Just kind of like Same's say what you. you feel. OK. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. James Lipton's 10 questions. What is your favorite word? Say, okay. Yeah, I, I love words. Words. I words. Like that. We'll say words. Words That's my is favorite the word. favorite word. Yes, it I describes love it. all it's the other ones. Word. So it's a good word. Yeah. What is your least favorite word? Void. Ooh. I don't know why. It just void. It just feels like a void. <laughs> it, yeah. It's empty. <laughs> it's a void. Yeah. I don't know. What turns you on? Sexually or <laughs> <laughs> however you feel like taking it. Okay. Um, I'll answer the more appropriate way. Um. <laughs> seeing something that inspires me so like whether that's um you know like a really cool uh like screenshot from like an upcoming game or um a, a really cool hook for an advertisement that i'm like damn i'd love to try to do something like mm -hmm. that or something anything that just gets my creative juices going and gets a new idea i just i love that you know right. and i get that too often it's like i've got so many projects like <laughs> i need to slow the fuck down but understandable i, I can't because i just get too many ideas but mm. i just i love when that happens because there's nothing just more satisfying than having an idea and be like okay and then your brain just starts going and it's like how could i do this you know i'm gonna call these people i'm gonna do it this way and, and all of that i do that it's, a lot yeah what turns you off <sighs> seeing someone who 
like again, this goes back to like film, but seeing someone who acts like they know what they're doing when they have no idea. <laughs> it's like someone who has just such a pretentious attitude about it, mm. you know, that just they lose respect. You know, I've been on like film sets like outside of chamber and stuff where people are like the director or whatever. He's like a first time director and he's just acting like he's better than everyone else. He's like, he's I'm like, the director. I, he's like, yeah, I'm the director. You shut the hell up. You, you don't know what you're talking about. You, you don't get to tell me that. Right. You know, I'm like, no, dude, come on. Like, calm down. It's like, you know, you're less experienced than I am here. Okay. You can't be telling me to shut up. Like, anyways. Yeah. That. So what sound or noise do you love? Hmm. Can it be a, can it be music? Does that sure. work? Or is that too general? No, that works. Okay. Yeah. Love music. Generally film scores or like video game OSTs. Mm. Those are the ones that I like the most because they relate to something and they have an emotion behind them. Right. You know, that invokes like, you know, a game I've played or a movie I've seen or something like that. I love yeah. the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Fantasy is my genre. So, yeah, yes. Same. What uh, sound or noise do you hate? Uh, do you guys know that pufferfish? You know that meme? What? No? No, I'm, okay. I, I gotta know. Okay, so it's there's this meme. It was like, I think like mid last year or something like that, that surfaced of like this uh, like Korean company. It was like this video of them like how to prepare like a, a puffer fish or something. Okay. And so they'd go from like the catching all the way to the serving phase. And there's this clip that turned into this meme. It's called the Ugg puffer fish. And it's literally like this video of this puffed up fish. And he's sitting uh-huh. there holding it and he like smacks it on the head with a carrot feeds it to the carrot or feeds it to the fish he bites it and it just makes this disgusting noise it's just okay. so unique and like unheard of <laughs> it's like if you search it it's like a u e g h or something like that the ugh puffer fish if you just search like puffer fish meme it should pop up but it's just the most like viscerally uncomfortable sound yeah like when you listen to it you'll just like sh- like cringe it's horrible oh but i feel like i hear it already i hate that sound yes what is your favorite curse word I don't know. Damn is probably the one I, I say regardless of the situation. So you're like, damn, that sucks. Or like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's got all the emotion in it. You know, yeah. you can take it anyway. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the most. Keep going. I got the video. Oh, it's right. terrible. I'm watching it. Um, What profession other than your own? <sighs> you got to listen to the sound. Okay. We got to hear the song real quick. Is it coming? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a very short video. Yeah, here it is. Oh, no. He already did it. It's at the beginning. It's oh. going to go to the very beginning. Here, right here. That noise? Uh, <laughs> that one. He said, it's like uh, it's about to throw up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen to it that with like good headphones awful. too. Like go back and listen to it and you will yeah, you'll it's terrible. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you got to just once. You right. know, just to say that you okay. did. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> I'll listen to it when I, I'm listening back to the episode. There you go. Yeah, crank it up. Crank it up. Um what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Dude, there isn't one. Film is the only place for me. It's like, I can't imagine myself doing anything outside of film. Like, what it is inside of film, that can vary. Like, okay, well, maybe I decided to be an actor and then want to just direct every now and then. Or maybe I want to be a director full-time and then act every now and Mm -hmm. then. But if it's anything besides film, like, I I can't do it. Like, I'm just not going to be happy unless I'm doing film. Got you. Um, What profession would you not like to do? (laughs) Anything, in anything like, else? Yeah, pretty much anything else. Um, but like specifically, um, I don't know, just like a desk job, just like the boring, like routine, mm. just day to day. It's exactly the same thing. Just, you hated pest control. I hated pest. Yes, exactly. That's my big thing. Is like I always have to be creating something. Mm. Like again, most of the time it's film, but like 
I don't care what it is. Like I just have to be creating something. And so anytime that I'm not allowed to create and I'm forced to do the same thing over and over, it just kills me. Like I can't do it. It kills creativity. Yeah. yeah. Mundaneness. Exactly. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I don't know. Just you lived your life well. Mm. You know, it's like you didn't take no shit from no one. You did what you thought was best and that's all that matters. That is all that matters. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Alan. We have been Combo Series and you have been listeners. And also great. Um, thank you for joining us again for another episode of Combo Series. This is season two, you guys. Thanks for sticking in there with us. We know we have missed two episodes, but just continue to uh, listen throughout the year. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that notification button so you know when we're dropping that new. Um, I, I can never figure out a good word to say here. That new shit. There that new, is. new. That new. New new shit. I, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alan, where can they find you? Uh, mainly on Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram. My handle is Alan Baird underscore A L A N B A I R D underscore. Um, that's where I'm most active. Uh, you can find my YouTube too. I have multiple YouTube channels, but my main one is called Unirealm Productions. U I or sorry, U N I R A L M Productions. Um, that's where I post all like my film related content, um, and I have links to my other channels on there as well. Um, haunt so, works and all yeah haunt, well i don't have a link to haunt works but i do for like my music channel and, and all that kind of stuff okay. um but yeah if you want to find my uh my halloween business my digital effects and all that, everything like that you can go to haunt.works um and you'll find everything related to Baird manor our projection show holiday effects everything like that there beautiful trevin listen i just want to say and i'm sorry for reaching over here but if you're if you made it this far into the episode without a raise energy i applaud you one but two what are you doing with your life come on Uh, listen to me it's got zero sugar zero dyes and it's got zero carbs it is the ultimate energy drink and not only that but if you go to their website right now and use the code v-i-z-i-o-n you can get an additional 15 percent off and uh i have been trevin riser aka the chosen one aka your host with the most aka <laughs> hold on aka t baby aka the greedy genius aka at trevin's world if you're looking for me on the interwebs and uh i'm just so happy to be here Thank you for slap your favorite rapper. Listen, disappointed. I'll do it though. (laughs) (laughs) Slap yourself. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it for me. I'm just uh, as always. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm so happy to do this for you guys, and uh, see you next week. And as the music comes up, don't forget to follow me, guys. I am RJ, aka Reg Travels on everything. That is R E G T R A V E L S on all the shits. Go follow me, uh, <laughs> and shit. Thank you. There you go. Um, what do I normally say? Oh, listen. We love the shit out of you. And until next time, peace. I can't believe you almost forgot. It's that. been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Thank, Thank you for coming on, bro. It's been like eighty something <laughs> episodes. You're lying. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I started around like what episode? Probably like fifteen. So.